Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I have a question. If you had to spend a day with one famous magician, who would it be and why? Why would you ever ask this question? If I had to spend the day with one famous magician, I would totally spend it with um, Chris Angel. That's the last one on my list. (laughs) Remember his insane theme song that just yells out Mind Freak? He kind of has like a Hot Topic brand of magic. (laughs) I'm going to go David Blaine. I'm going to see some street magic. I'm kind of into the intensity. He's cute. He is. And I'm into the intensity. I saw this special of his where he caught a bullet with his teeth. Yeah, it was insane. I'm sort of into that. Yeah. That seems like he's got a powerful vibe and a powerful mouth. Yeah. Um, He's a little monotone for my taste. He is. It's like very Kourtney Kardashian. Yeah. I am going to show you guys something that Kim taught me. I think we were like seven and eight. My next pursuit was I wanted to see how long I could survive with nothing, not even air. I didn't realize that it would become the most amazing journey of my life. How to eat a Kit Kat, and it's pretty life-changing. If David Blaine told me he loved me, I'd be like... Um, are you sure? Like, that's the same tone you have when you're like, we're out of toilet paper. So we're breaking up. That's so quick. Yeah. So would you, who would you spend a day with? Those are the only <laughs> magicians I know. That's why it was such a good question. Incredible. And I could ask for nothing more amazing. Hey, boo-boos and babies and zaddies and grand zaddies. Ooh, this is the episode you've been waiting for. It is the premiere of season four. We are back giving you great new shows with hot comedians and even hot uh, nonsense from Jess and I. Y'all aren't even going to believe the shit that this girl put me through. <laughs> this girl, Phoebe Lynn Robinson, these last few months since we've been gone. Hashtag Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) That was a really good reference. But also, whatever. You know you had so much fun at the U2 concert. Um, can we, like, not talk about that right now? It's deeply triggering. Anyway, aside from going to the U2 concert, we had all kinds of other exciting stuff happen these last few months, and we cannot wait to share it with you. And oh my kush, you guys. We're kicking off this season with something truly amazing. I'm a changed woman. Transformed. New. Unique. Brilliant, metamorphosized, and it's all because Phoebe and I got to meet the queens of our dreams, Regina Blurpin Hall, Queen Frickin' Latifah, and Jada fucking Pinkett Smith. I just, I can't, I, I'm happy that we, we survived the moment. We conducted the interview. They were so fun talking about Girls Trip. We even talked about porn. Yeah, that was fun. Plus, we've got Monroe Martin and Julio Torres. And in this episode, I'm gonna be real. I'm going to be very, very real. Y'all will get to hear me freak out like a total spaz because I love Queen Latifah. So please don't judge me. I'm standing in my truth. Hashtag the real me. Thank you guys. Enjoy the show. We're back. This is our first show in what? Years. 
two two months. In it's New York? been so long. Three months. Yeah, especially in, in Brooklyn, we're back. I but mean, New we're York. Manhattan. I know, but you know, let's start over. That was trash. I'm sorry. This is our first time back. I didn't know what to say. I got nervous, so I said something Don't weird. Don't get scared. All right, this cool. is a safe space. We're back in New York. Here we are. We're back in Staten Island. It's so nice. <laughs> Said nobody. I would sooner quit the podcast. I know, I know. I would literally then do a show. In I know Staten that would be like Island. the shittiest email to send to you. Hey, we're having a show instead. I wouldn't do that. Uh, well, welcome to Two Dog Queens. Brought to you by WNYC Studio. Indefinitely Manhattan, New York City. <laughs> Most definitely not Staten Island. Also not New Jersey, which yo ass just took me to. Get over All right, it. I got oh some shit God. to tell y'all. Let's this is hear like, it. Let's no, hear it. here's the tea. I'm going to brew it up hot and fresh. Tea you Lana. listen here. Hashtag L- David's tea. Listen I have tea here. for them. Listen here. This was bullshit. L- no. Listen, listen. Ever since you got your big hair, you got your big attitude. Okay, listen, puta. If we tell these people, <laughs> just because this you listen to Despacito does not mean you call me puta. <laughs> I've been calling her puta all week. I've been workshopping it. <laughs> She's been dragging me for Despacito. <laughs> listen, okay, okay. What's where going do we on? fucking start with the crime? Let's start it. Right, let me hear it. All right. So let me tell y'all something as to why I ended up in New York. <laughs> For the listeners at home, I loudly sipped a LaCroix when she started talking. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> you must have shit. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be a long night. Um, <laughs> why don't you start? Why okay. don't you start, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Okay. So for most of you, most of you know I'm obsessed with U2. They're my favorite band. So I heard the cackle of someone yeah, who I don't think, understands why I was at the MetLife Stadium. I don't understand that that loud ass cackle was rude. She's uh, correct. She was my patronus. She did what I needed her to do. <laughs> it's like if she connected to Sonos. That was really loud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this has been the summer of you 2 for me. I have seen them uh, six times. Yeah, what? That was my other Patronus telling you. <laughs> okay, and so two of them were for free, so calm down. Uh, <laughs> and but the other ones were not. I mean, I, <laughs> I, the one I went to especially was not free. <laughs> so I wake up. At 11 that day, I think i just gotten back from a trip. I wake up at 11 a.m. and I already had maybe four texts from her. This is the day of the concert. And she's like, hey, car pickup is at 3.45. I said, um, excuse me? Um, when does uh, you two go on? She's like, eight, but we need to see the Lumineers. Um, they start at 7, 7.15. And actually, you two started at 8 fucking 30. So... That being said, I had my car pick up at 3.45. And so I'm trying to negotiate my way out of this naturally. I'm trying to 
feel in our texts, like if, if there's room for me to wiggle and not go. And she's like, listen, bitch. Our, I didn't call you a bitch. I said, she said, listen, our you. friendship is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> and then she told me, look, if you don't want to go, um, don't tell me now and don't come. And I was like, okay, puta. I <laughs> want to go, but at a reasonable time, do not put our friendship on the line. No response. So I realized our friendship was on the line. <laughs> so I got an afternoon pickup for a fucking show that started really at 8.45. Okay. And I'd already seen them perform before. In my defense, it, we were going to Jersey. Like, you could only go through the, the Lincoln Tonton, and like that <laughs> gets crazy crowded. So I wanted to get a jump on after work traffic because everyone was going to go see you two that night. <laughs> Literally, as we drove through Manhattan, I saw everybody, like, going about their evening to go home and watch, like, Dear White People. And I, from the side, I was, like, waving at everybody with, like, tears rolling down my face. Everyone was like, bye, bitch. So we get there, and it is the mo the crowd. There's Phoebe, and then there's me, and then there's everybody else who's at this U2 concert. It's the most, like... Um, really, really good about my taxes. Like, I do it many right. months in advance. Yeah. yeah, it was very much like... Maybe voted for Trump. No, no. It was very divorced dad cello. That's what I felt like it was. Oh, it yeah. was a lot of, like... Yeah, there was that. Yeah, there was a lot it of divorced fun. dads. I did yeah. have fun, though. It was a great concert, though, and it was worth standing. We were very close to the stage. Yeah, it was cool until the Shadow Man came out, and okay. then... Okay, so you know how Beyonce has Sasha fears? Don't compare him to Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Beyonce has Sasha Fierce, which is something that kind of worked, but like kind of didn't yeah, work. Yeah, she let it go. She, she did let, let it go. go. So Bono, After that press tour, she was like, no more. Right. So Bono has a character called Shadow Man. And um, so... <laughs> okay, so, so, this, so he wears all black normally throughout the show. So he basically just changed it to like, uh, like a black blazer. And, and then like, a Goran Brothers hat. Right. <clears throat> So he comes out and he does, he does his song Exit and he's like full in character and it's really great. And then there's this one part of And the, the character is like, it's more or less him, but it's a lot more like... Yeah, he, ma <laughs> he makes a lot... He's, it's an actor's choice. Um, he makes... Not an actor. Not an actor. He actually... Fun an fact, actor's choice fun is like fact. Daniel Day-Lewis in Lincoln. Okay. Like, but I'm fun not... fact, Bono wanted to be an actor when he was younger. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so he comes out in this character, and he, there's this one part where, like, the song gets, like, super turned up, right? And, and by turns up, they just, the edge just goes, <laughs> like, it's not exactly what you're thinking, but the edge is amazing, so do continue. The edge is hot. He's amazing. Um, and so, it, so it gets, like, really loud, and, like, gets really quiet, and then Bono's like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by the top. So he does that, and it's like it's crazy, but it's Phoebe also amazing. Hollers, let him go, <laughs> eeny, meeny, and everybody. Like I look over at Phoebe, and she's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> but he does it every show. He does the Shadow Man every show. You can read about it. Just Google it. Yeah, Bono Shadow Man. It's a whole thing. Well, he said it was also because he like reads like Flannery O'Connor. Like it was inspired sure. by literature. Like there's a lot. Everything's to it. inspired by literature. <laughs> this place was brought to you by literature. So. 
Really? What, what book was Barry Ballroom inspired by? Uh, Please Kill Me, The Complete Uncensored History of, Oral, uh, of Punk. Okay, that was really good. I like that. Okay. And, you know, Harry Potter, just because, you know, that's like the greatest series of all time. And everything is. You I just, see it everywhere. I just, I see Harry Potter everywhere. You just had to work it in to the I combo. I did. I really am always trying. You got you two, I fucking guess, and I got Harry Potter. Literally apples. Well, apples and oranges or to, whatever. To be fair, you have more than Harry Potter because something pretty mage happened. Yeah, so I have something to tell you guys. You guys um, buckle the fuck yeah. I'm not, I'm not even overselling this story. I, I'm reveling right. I'm like, horny for my own story right now. <laughs> this is going to be ama- amazing. Okay. Can you guys so, all react like this is the worst story you ever heard? Just to fuck yeah, with her? Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. That'd yeah. be pretty funny. None of that would bother me as a comedian who wants your approval. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's anyway, hear okay. So anyway, you guys know I love Harry Potter. You know, I'm obsessed. Uh, my birthday is July 31st. Um, it's, it's Harry Potter's birthday, which so happens to be uh, J.K. Rowling's birthday. And um, I've been reading these books since I was in the fourth grade. From those books, um, I feel like I learned a lot about um, the world and life and, and, and good and right and wrong and how people have layers and just so much complicated shit. You can always get something from those books. Oh, it's my God. My Bible. Get anyway, to stop. the point. And um, <laughs> you're, like, playing me off already. Um, and you know how awesome the story is. So anyway, um, a few years ago, I, uh, when I was on The Daily Show... Um, J.K. Rowling started following me on Twitter. And I freaked out, and I was like, cool, I'm done fucking tweeting, which is why I don't tweet anymore, because it's like, what do you say when you get to the altar? And, <laughs> and I was telling her, I was like, you should slide into those DMs yeah. and like, start this relationship. Phoebe's bold. Phoebe's bold. Why not? Uh, you're right. I mean, I you're right. There's no reason, DM. but I, was yeah. like, I, was, I would imagine, like, imagine me on my iPhone and like vomiting onto my own phone. Anyway. No, it's fine. You, I slide in DMs of celebs all the time. I know you do. Um, I know you do. <laughs> and <laughs> hot celebrity peen. Anyway. Yeah. Hasn't worked out yet, but I still shoot that you gotta, shot. You gotta, I will always encourage you to swing away. Yeah. Swing away. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so she messages me and she was like, I know, this is crazy. And uh, she was like, it's, it's a funny thing. I was looking up people that have my birthday. LOL. And I saw that yours was mentioned, and I was going to wish you happy our birthday, but I bloody forgot. Anyway, Someone I think... Someone just gasped at a British person saying know, the word bloody. bloody. I know. It's, That's it's literally I, their I go-to came. word. <laughs> no, I came as well. I came when I read that as well. And... <laughs> Anyway, she was like, which is typical me. Anyway, I think you are uh, funny, uh, intelligent, brave, um, and strong. And I always know it's going to be an excellent daily show when you're on. And so, and so I, I came, I came, and then I cried, and I shat myself. I did everything. Everything, right? You got to so, do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Anyway, cut to, you guys know she's very lit on Twitter. Uh, this, this last, like, year, um, she's been losing her mind. We've all been losing our mind. And um, she recently had a, a, a manuscript stolen. And so I was really drunk at a bar, and Phoebe had been telling me I should reach out to her. And my boyfriend had been like, you should just message her. You should just message her right now. So I was like, okay. So I slid in her DMs, and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry about this situation and she was lit up and she like talked about like politics and everything and was like anyway I'm rambling like Dumbledore and I was like ah! and... <laughs> it's like 
like so fucked. Um, and she was like, anyway, are you going to be in, in, in the UK anytime soon? And she's like, I promise I'm not this talkative over the fourth cocktail. And I was like, and so it just so happened that I was going to London a week from then to go um, sh do a screening of my movie, The Incredible Jessica James. So um, I get back to her and she's like, great. Um, <laughs> so, she's, so she made us uh, drinks reservations at 6.30 and then dinner reservations at 7.30. So I was like, <laughs> uh, So anyway, it's the last um, night of my trip in London. And I go to this uh, really beautiful hotel and I'm waiting and I'm like scared, I'm like shaking. And I go up to the hostess. It's like just this old hotel that's been there for ages. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm here to see somebody. And, and the girl was like, who? And I was like, um. <laughs> and she was like, my age. And she was like, what's the name under? I can help you. And I was like, Rowling? <laughs> and she said, what's the first name? <laughs> I know, I'm trying to see. But sometimes hostesses be trying, you know right. what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, JK? And she was like, let me see. And so she looked <laughs> and then found her, so I'm seated. And then she comes down and she's just like a vision. Like she's a, she's a fucking babe. And so she comes down and we're like talking and I'm like so scared. I'm like trembling. You know, I've, I've known about her since the fourth grade. Like, really, like, it's, it's insane. I feel like if you're, like, 27, you kind of got it just right at that cusp when Harry Potter was, like, coming out and everything. And so I'm nervous at first, and I'm just, like, talking to her. And, and um, once we get past, like, maybe, like, it's so nice to meet you, thank you for having me, then it just, like, everything falls into place. And so she said so many wonderful things about me. Then I had two cocktails and I was crying and then I said wonderful things about her. And it got to the point where it was so weird. We had so much in common that I didn't know if, if we had things in common as two women or if part of my personality was shaped by the things that she wrote. It was honestly so fucking weird. You are such a fucking I dork. I was wasted. And... <laughs> Anyway, uh, the woman, like our server's coming and we're like so into each other. We're like, go, 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 like go away. Like we're like really loving it. And then um, at one point she's like, how did you meet your boyfriend? I was like, well, it started when I was in New York and I was in my apartment and I was playing The Sims and she was like, you play The Sims too? You guys. And I was like, so then I It's a popular like, oh, game. It's God. not. You it's not. It's not. No. No. If she no. was like, I use Palmer's cocoa butter too, no. then I'd be like, no. then I'd no. be like, holy shit, bitch. No. <laughs> Everybody drags me for playing The Sims. Don't you dare fucking star with me. That's not the same as like a British white lady using cocoa butter. How dare you? Anyway, we shut down the bar and then we shut down dinner like there's nobody there. And then... We had another drink in her room, and we watched Lemonade, and then... That's cool. That's really cool. That's really cool. She, like, put on her glasses. I was like, cool. And then um, I was like, well, have you seen 
cranes in the sky. Like, do you know about the seat at the table? And she was like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, let me tell you something. <laughs> so then we like, I showed her like Solange videos. That's like really cool. I and love then I that. went home and I, I flew back the next day and it was like insane. Like it, it was really like an incredible experience. And I texted her a few days later. I was like, hey, um, have you heard of Roller Coaster Tycoon? That is literally such a waste of her time. A waste of your LTE service. A waste of the fucking invention of the phone. For you to text your hero about Roller Coaster Tycoon. You had 72 hours to Puta. think of a text. Puta. And Puta. that was that was a text. Puta. That was the text. Puta. Puta, listen. <laughs> Have you ever played Roller Coaster Tycoon? No, because I'm busy. That's what I'm talking about. I'm busy. Everybody's busy. But let me tell you something. She played Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> Look, y'all. Did you get a picture this with her? This is my journey. No, Did I completely you? forgot. You didn't get a picture with her? I completely forgot. I know. I had. I was really bummed. I was. I that think I based on you. I called you afterwards, and you were like, "Where's the picture?" Yeah, and I was I like, "I completely you. forgot." I was yeah. so sad. But my mom was content. really nice. My mom was like, "No, no, no, it was for you." And I was like, "Oh, thank that, you." She's your mom. That's she like has a mom to say thing. That. Yeah, she I has know. To say that. Anyway, I am so fucking excited for the surprises we got on the show for you y'all guys. tonight. You guys are gonna die. You You're guys die. like literally don't even fucking know. like. You don't know. You, I'm so excited about this show tonight that I have been FaceTiming her all day to get her to talk to me about this show tonight. So, yeah, we don't be, do that often. It's so. going to be fire. Uh, are you guys ready for more show? Uh, our next comic that we're going to bring up is very, very funny. He performs all over the country. You may have seen him on The Tonight Show. Please give it up for Monroe Marcus! <laughs> Thank y'all for coming out. I'm happy. I'm in a relationship. I like my relationship. I like it. I'm a relationship guy. Like, I like certain shit that you can only get in a relationship. Like, I like being a little spoon. Like, I fucks with the little spoon. I fucks with the little spoon. You can't, you can't get a, you can't be the little spoon where you're just sleeping around. Like, you get a one night stand. And then after, she's like, you want me to go? No, I want you to hold me. Is that, is that possible? I found a girl that would do that shit. She did it, no questions asked. I just hinted, like I just like rubbed my butt like on her stomach, like, what's up? She was like, oh, okay. I like that shit. I'm a big dude, hold the fuck out of me. My lady's little. My lady is really tiny. My lady is 5'1". I'm 6'5". Yeah, it's, it's awkward for y'all. Y'all are picturing it. You're like, really? How does she get up? I hear It's like when she spoons me, I feel like I got Yoda on my back. Like, that's how I feel. Just start petting her head. It's awesome. Why don't God, because I can tell you like being spooned. I can see it. I can see it. Because when I said it, your eyes lit up, me too. 
Me too, I likes it too. That's something that we should spread. We should spread the word. We should tell our friends that shit. We should. I can't wait to like tell my friends. Because they're always bragging about like, oh, I got with this chick the other night. It was fucking crazy. It was bananas. I can't wait to be like, yo, me and my girl spooned all night, nigga. I mean, like all night. That shit was relaxing. Like I felt energized for the next day. Felt like I can conquer the world. I love it. I love her. I want to get married, but I want to wait. I got to wait. I got to wait a while. I got to wait for her dad to stop being so cool. Her dad's cool as shit. And we watch a lot of Say Yes to the Dress. Like, she put me on in that show. That show was fucking awesome. That show was fucking awesome. I love it. I just wish they would be more honest with the people trying on the dress. Like, they need black gay dudes on that show. <laughs> they do. They got, like, one dude, but he ain't, like, fucking hard enough. Where he's just like, I ain't even gonna look at you. I can tell by your silhouette that shit don't fit. <laughs> Fuck yes. No, bitch. No. I love that show. We were watching the dad episode, and this got me in my head. We were watching the dad episode, and... In that episode, one of the ladies, she was like, my dad is the most important person in my life, and I found a man who loves me the same way he does. Oh, that's a lot of fucking love. You understand? Your dad loves you because he has to. You're his project. He created you. I could never love my woman as much as her dad does. He gave her so much. Like, she's first generation American. She's Colombian. And he and his wife came over here to give them a better life, to give them a chance at like surviving and like living well. And I'm like, I can't give you that. <laughs> I can give you uh, Netflix <laughs> and a couple of Jordans from time to time. I can't compete with your fucking dad. I'm waiting until they get in like a blowout argument. Then I'm like, would you marry me now? <laughs> Buy some fucking time. She wants to have kids though. She does. Anybody have children? Children, children, you have kids. Y'all, somebody, only one person was <laughs> Me. <laughs> Everybody's like, who the fuck? Shouldn't you be home right now? She wants him. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. It's because I am not from like a, like I had it kind of fucked up when I was younger. Like my mom, like I come, like I'm afraid that I'm going to pass some shit down. That's what it is. Right? Like I feel like behaviors are hereditary. Most people think like diseases are, certain behaviors are hereditary. Like um, addiction is very like fucking prominent in my family. Everybody was addicted to something. My mom was addicted to drugs. My dad was addicted to not being around. <laughs> I don't know what I'll pass down. Like, I don't know. That's a real addiction. I haven't found anything I'm addicted to yet. I don't do drugs. That shit ain't that cool. <laughs> I want to be addicted to sex, right? Because that's a cool-ass disease. <laughs> no one's ever felt sorry for that guy. You just want to hear the stories. Tell me how you let your addiction get the best of you. <laughs> 
I measure all my addictions by homeless people, and I read their signs. I read their signs, and they'll tell you what the fuck ruined their life. Most times, it was like, I'm an alcoholic. I'm trying to get my life together. I lost my family. I'm addicted to gambling. But I've never seen a homeless dude with a sign. I'm like, I can't stop fucking these bitches. <laughs> and I lost my family. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be a rough parent. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not an angry guy now, but I think it changes when you have children. Like my mom, she was pretty aggressive. Like my mom would do things like first of all, I see my mom and dad fight and they did it a lot. But like the one time I see my mom get the best of my dad, it was like dope as shit. Like my mom is five nine, my dad is six five. And I watched my mom jump up and put him in the headlock and like fucking bring him down. <laughs> But not only did she bring him out, she leaned back and I was like, she know what the fuck she doing. She went, Wah. he's like, ah! He's on his tippy toes. I was like, holy shit. This is the strong black woman. But mom was rough, man. She was rough as shit. She was rough, but also like, like my mom, she liked being fly all the time. Like, we were fly to like cover up how bad we were doing. Like at one point we were like sleeping on like a, a freaking king size mattress, me, my mom, my sister, right? But every day it had like new jewelry, new Jordans, all that shit. But the catch was I couldn't play in that shit. If you was black, you had two pair of clothes. You had your, yeah, you had your play clothes and then you had your clothes to let everybody know you're doing well. Right? And one time I made a mistake and I played in my fucking, hey, don't fuck this up clothes. And that's why I knew my mom cared about the clothes more than she cared about her kids because I like scraped my fucking knee on my bike. And most parents would run out and they'd be like, are you okay? Let me kiss your boo-boo. And they kissed the little fucking cut and they had blood all in their mouth. <laughs> Which I'm not doing for my kid. I'm like, ew, wipe that shit up. Like I'm not... I'm not cleaning up poop when it's running down your legs. A lot of stuff I'm not doing. But I watched my mom like do this. Like she came out and she got angry and she was like, what the fuck did I tell you? What the fuck did I tell you about playing in your jeans? What did I say? If you want to play, you take your jeans off, you play naked. <laughs> Skin, heels, denim, does it. <laughs> like... You know what's funny? Like, I had dreams of a kid, but I dreamed of, like, dumb shit that I know I should have went to therapy for. Like, I always dreamed that I could, that I would be possessed. Like, I love horror movies, and I was like, ooh, I want to be possessed. But I noticed only white kids get possessed. <laughs> only white, what's wrong, devil? You don't like black bodies? So, like, the devil, like, mm-mm, I'm not trying to get shot. I'm trying to take over the world. I always wanted to be possessed. Right? White kids do get, get possessed very easily. They do. They get that shit like chicken pox it passed around. They do cool shit when you possess. You fucking projectile vomit. Turn your head around and shit. That shit is awesome. You see, I'm like, what? I'll never be able to do that. My mom smacked the devil out of me. The moment I get possessed and I'm fucking turning my head around, she'll smack me back. What the fuck did I tell you about turning your head around in your sweaters? <laughs> what did I say? I said, if you want to get possessed, you get possessed naked. <laughs> I want a kid, 
but I want to wait. I want to wait just a little bit longer. I want to wait till technology improves, where the ultrasound will tell you the sex and the future of that baby. Like, I know <laughs> it's almost here. Like, I fucking know it. I know they can do some shit like that. Because they got that fucking little, what, Apple got that pen, and you write some shit, and they kind of remember it. You know what remembers what you wrote? Paper. Like, that's... <laughs> you don't need batteries. You don't need a USB. Just, oh, I fucked up and throw it away. We can take that money. We can put it into that. And I'm not asking for, like, a, a fucking long, drawn-out, detailed thing. Just, like, some cliff notes. Like, ah, you're going to have a boy... He ain't gonna be what you want him to be. <laughs> do you want a couple more stamps on your passport or you wanna fucking be a dad? And it's like, get them stamps. <laughs> look, I know, I feel it in the room. Y'all fucking trying to turn on me. Who cares? Look. Cause I feel it. I fucking feel it going. Oh. I know. That with that idea, I wouldn't have made it through. I know I wouldn't have made it through. If they had told the doctor, Ms. Martin, your son is going to be 6'5", 250 pounds, athletic build, and the comedian. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> Kill it. Kill it now. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I don't want no big-ass clown. I want courtside seats. <laughs> y'all have been dope. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month on Radiolab. First, we thought we'd made some sort of mistake. Two surprisingly simple scientific discoveries. This is crazy. <laughs> I mean, we were just so surprised. That makes us reconsider our assumptions about progress. We need to learn the language of the doctors of that time. We need to be a little bit less dismissive. Staff retreat from Radiolab. I learned a bit of humility this way. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Great. We're all doing good. We're all looking good. We're all eating okay. We're all drinking the appropriate amount of alcohol. And LaCroix. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes you can't always be happy. What? What's happening? I feel like this summer has been a summer positivity. It's been really great. It's been good. It's been awesome. But we've had some dinglings on Twitter. Some real ding-dongs. Coming at us. And I don't know if you guys saw this. You probably didn't because you have lives. But <laughs> there's a picture of me. I have lost some weight recently. You but look amazing. Thank you. Thanks. There's a, thank you. But there's a picture of me with Jess. And I was wearing a crop top and a little skirt. And then Jess was wearing a Led Zeppelin t-shirt. And 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if only that was the reaction that that picture got on Twitter. Literally 75 white guys got so mad that Jessica really was wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt and then a bunch of dudes said I was pregnant um, just because I'm not super skinny. And it was really fucked up. It was like, it was very upsetting. We were like tweeting at them and then texting each other and then tweet. It was just weird because, well, I know what made me upset. It's like, it's like Led Zeppelin is like the biggest, one of the biggest rock bands of all time. And these guys were getting really defensive about it. Like, I bet she doesn't even know what that is. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So and we, I was trying to double team them and be like, my argument was like, shut the fuck up. They're like the biggest band of all time. And then your argument was, Oh, I got like real lit. I was like, actually, black people like invented blues and rock and roll, so it's fucking fine. Like, I put on my doctorate degree, and I was like, listen, motherfucker. She wrote a paper. <laughs> but it is it, in were, 140 characters. But they were just like Jessica's cultural appropriating. How can she like? And it was like. It was like you. some Pepe shit. It was some Pepe shit. Yeah. You guys know. You guys engage. You know what it is. Yeah. It was out terrible. There. It was Pepe. It was really lame. And then that one white lady, when you called her out for... I specifically was like, oh, are you saying I don't know about this band because I'm black? And then she uh, cowered. And she was like, no, I just meant because like you're young and my niece wouldn't even know what that is. I can't wait to watch you guys' show. <laughs> and we were like, we have a fucking podcast why don't you read tweets yeah <laughs> yeah that was crazy she backpedals so quickly it was she, great. she was like Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was great yeah oh my gosh i went to uh, cape cod this weekend for the first time Ooh, that's yeah fancy. it was insane here's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i had an amazing time yeah. uh, my boyfriend and i went to um to go visit a couple friends and i had an amazing time but cape cod was bonkers because that is a place where whiteness has been uninterrupted since the pilgrims yeah. okay. I, I've never I've never seen anything like it. it was like really yeah it was like older white people heaven in that wow the median age is 74 okay so that being said, there were like a few really delicious like choice restaurants. Yeah. And a lot of people have boats. So we went out on a boat and we were watching like a sailing race, which was lit. Oh, wow. That's and cool. And then while we were there, th we ran into other white people who were like members of the family of the people we were visiting. So they were like, hey, Ted. Hey, Janet. Like, it was insane, but we were, like, passing on boats. Wow. Cape Cod sounds, like, pretty cool to me. I no, it was lit. It was amazing. I had a great time. Like, we should go back, like, next weekend. Was all the wait, wait staff people of color? Is that the situation? No, actually. It was weird. A lot of them were, like, Irish. Oh. Yeah, it was very weird. But then, yeah, the four black people I saw there were yeah. all wait staff, and it did feel like get out a little bit. Right. <laughs> But it was insane because when I was walking around, like, I got so much hair shit. Like, we were driving around in a Tesla, and which ruled. Um, that's the car of the future. And um, I got out, and as soon as I got out, I had been there maybe five seconds, but this older white lady comes up to me, and she's like, is that car big enough to fit your hair? 
You know, the thing is, it's on the edge. It's not bad. It's but like, it's fine. Yeah, it doesn't it fully land as offensive. Your hair is big. Yeah, yeah. And cars can be small. When I, when I get... When I get into... I'm a white person with no, you're right. That was cool. When I get into a Camry... You're like Sarah Huckabee sanders right. like her words. Not going to take any more questions. So infuriating. She um, sucks. Um, I know. That's, yeah. When so I went, it was weird. And yeah. then right before we left, um, this white guy was like, <laughs> I got to ask you. And I was like, what? And he's like, do you ever get tired having to wash your hair all the time? And I took half a second, and I was like, no, because black people don't have to wash their hair as much as white people. Thank you. See you later. And I just laughed. <laughs> That's I, great. I, like, poofed out. That's great. I think both our styles, because I have the blue thing going on. So when I went home to Cleveland, I got a lot of compliments from white people at, like, Wahlburgers, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was just a lot of... I'm not going back to Cleveland for a while. You should... <laughs> Cleveland is so great, but it was fun because my brother and I, I took him to see the NBA Finals game when mm -hmm. Cleveland was playing. Mm -hmm. They lost, but it was like really cool to see like male athletes that up close. It's, it's bananas. My dad, uh, since I was a kid, he's always had season passes to the Clippers games. So I'm from LA and he was a ride or die. Uh, but it is really crazy to go to those games and then see just how fucking big these dudes are. You're yeah. like, oh, Wow. That, it, that is hot. I also feel that way about because I've been I've been a huge tennis fan all my life, mm. but like I was watching Wimbledon, and it's like when I was growing up, I feel like the men didn't grunt. It was very like a silent, like waspy game, and so did they just hit and they just hold it in, no emotion, and like now every guy's like, oh, 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 and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's so hot. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, get those grunts out. Run, There's something Rafael very Nadal. primal and erotic about that. Like, have you ever seen Rafael Nadal play? He's like this super... No, no. Okay, so tell he me, was like... Tell me about it. He was like kind of a bad boy at tennis for a second because he wore like... Was he like a bad boy? Did he wear his like clothes backwards? No, so... So he used to wear sleeveless shirts, which on some of the tours you're like not supposed to bear arms. Oh, and so everyone's like, like he's such cement. a rebel, but he is so good at grunting that I feel like we've had sex. Really? It's like intense. What is it like? Oh! Supposed <laughs> to be like, oh! It's like, oh! 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 And he's like, come on! Oh, that's hot. Yeah. I feel like that's anything hot. I see about tennis, like in the news, the shot is always, oh! Like that's always what the shot is. <laughs> so it's I hot. think my tennis grunt would be like, facts about me or something. That would be your grind. Maybe like my favorite ice cream is vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see you get all of that out before you hit the ball. <laughs> I'm a Leo. <laughs> I love Vans. <laughs> That's Maybe like cute. fire me. What would yours be? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I have a guess. What? I feel like yours would be just like a very extra like sexual moan. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Oh, daddy. Like, <laughs> oh, zaddy. Oh, zaddy. Hey, grand zaddy. Oh. Or you're like, or you're like naming dudes you think are hot. You're like, John Ham. <laughs> Idris Elba, catch my puss. Like that would just be the whole, like, John Mackerel's like, well, we're going off the air. Uh, Always hey. ready to hate. <laughs> Fuck him. I know, he's, he's trash. trash. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> 
We're so cute, you guys. I love us. Let's never stop. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys ready for our show? Thank you so much for coming Sticking with us, coming out, and uh, welcoming us back with open arms. Yeah, it's been it's been great to be back in Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you so much. I know. Uh, so we did this like fun thing on Twitter, um, where we just like kind of tweeted out. We're like, hey. We guys, thank you so much for supporting T Dope Queen. So we just want to invite like three of our biggest fans, like hang out with us on so, stage. Yeah, we're really excited. Doing a podcast. Um, so, so we can just if, if we can just get them out here, the fans, please. Yeah, we want, we are so excited to meet them. So if they could come out, that and would we're just be awesome. Interview them and talk. And... Okay, Jessica? Yeah, can we, we talk? This we're is just like, going to okay. sidebar. Okay, well, let's... come here, come here. Yeah, okay. okay. Shit. Okay. You, you, Wait, you can we get sidebar the too? Together. So Jessica what? fucked up the name of our film. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, right. she fucked it up. She yeah. called it Girls Night. She called it Girls Night. The shit is oh. Girls too. <laughs> Okay. I mean, okay, wait, but I'm getting dragged right well, now. I'm getting dragged. You know what? supportive in the movie, yeah. so maybe we this should is, just be supportive yeah, of her fuck let's support up, you know? Her. Okay. <laughs> I just act like, like you, know what? you can always come home. Yeah. You can always come okay. home. Okay, okay. Here's, here's, the thing. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Tell me. What? You can get this back. Oh, you think so? You can get this back. Do you this... think I sat too close to Queen Latifah? I do, I do. I think, I think that her star energy just, like, messed up your equilibrium. I'm shaking. And so you forgot language? Yeah. But... Did now you got it back. You think so? You got it back. You're going to fucking nail this. Okay. You look great. You look great, too. Thank you. Okay. So. So, so far away now. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? I just, I got a note, and so I'm taking the note. I might come back in a little bit. <laughs> so, Jess and I just recently saw Girls Trip, which you guys have to yeah, it's, see it's over the weekend. It is fucking hilarious and it's phenomenal. Right. So, Regina, can you talk to us kind of like how this whole thing came about? We're four girls, and Tiffany Haddish, who is hilarious. Oh, is yeah, she's amazing. Working, but she's here in spirit with us. We four girls who went to New Orleans, and some shit went wrong. Yeah. And then it went right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that description of the movie. That yeah. sums it up. <laughs> So how were you guys approached about the script and, like, were you kind of like, Queen, this movie's amazing, you should do it with me? Like, how did that come about? Because it's just, like, four incredible, amazing, dynamic, hilarious, stunning black women doing yeah. a comedy. And where you're, very, you're four different complex people. Like, we don't get to see that a lot because I think Hollywood just thinks that black women are not three-dimensional. You right. guys really, with this film, I feel like... You show all sides of us, so that's amazing. So, yeah. did you guys were you in contact with each other about the movie before it started? 
Yeah, La and I, def- we made the decision together, actually, yeah. to, to do the movie. It's been 21 years since we've actually been on the screen together. Yes, yeah, so. set it off! Yeah, set it off, baby! Set it off! That was my question. What, what has it been like since you, your first film together, Set It Off, and then this movie, Girls Trip? Uh, what, how has it been to see each other again and work together? Well, we've, I mean, we've worked together um, over the years. You know, she's produced me, I've produced her. Um, So this was the first time you were actually on screen acting together. So, but it was, you know, we just got an easy flow. Yeah, old shoes. (laughs) Old shoes. It was a lot of fun, you know, getting to spend that much time around Jada because we both have crazy, busy lives and... and, um, but to be able to hang out in New Orleans for a couple months, that was you know, cool. making a, a banger of a movie um, was amazing. I, I was in at Regina Hall. I mean, yeah. I think she's one of the most brilliant, she's brilliant. amazing yeah. actresses. Quick witted, funny. She's been making me laugh for years. And yeah. so just the idea of being able to be in a movie with her to me was very exciting. Yeah. And when they said yes, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was, I was, I mean, really, that was, you can't express into words what it's like, but I was like, oh my gosh, it could really be great. Right. You know what I mean? Like I was praying, I did prayers though. Don't think a bitch wasn't praying. <laughs> I was like, these bitches got checks. They not going to say yes. <laughs> they got money. I they love do- that you're like so raw in your personal dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> With God. Yeah, it's very raw. You're like, God, fucking listen. Um, it's me, Regina. Um, well, that's great. Oh, my God. This is, like, so cool. Um, can I also say um, to you, I'm a huge fan of all three of you, but growing up, there weren't a lot of, like, black female women doing, like, comedy in the way they're like, and you really inspired me when I was a kid. Um, Bringing Down the House is, like, one of my favorite movies. Yeah! I watch it often and frequently. Um, and so I, it's, I'm, I'm just so excited that you're here. Are you okay, Jess? <laughs> this is, like, so fucking cool. <laughs> you know, Jess played my daughter. I mean, Jessica played my daughter in a movie. That is actually true. Uh-huh. Yeah. We have a history. We have yeah. great history. Yes. And she was hilarious in the movie. Thank People, you. places, were... things. I had a very tall husband. Uh, yeah, yes. who had left us, but she was so amazing, and that's where I first. I just wanted to say I think you're amazing and tremendous. Thank you. Great to watch you. Wow. Okay. Great. Uh, it, that the movie I, that we did. Uh, the movie that we did was People Places Things, and um, she was incredible in it. Um, I I haven't done any movies, but. Um, <laughs> How'd you guys come together to hook up and do this? This That's is amazing. That's a great question. Um, (laughs) We, uh, I I used to do a show called The Daily Show, and I was doing a bit, and she was uh, doing a bit on The Daily Show. Well, I was doing background. I know, but I'm like, you're like my friend. It's like, but background three Khaleesi's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah. anyway, we did that, but I knew about her because we both came up at UCB, which is our uh, Upright Citizens Brigade. And uh, I knew I had a white bay, and she had a white bay, and she was like funny, so I like knew who she was. And so she asked me, she was like, "Hey, what are you? Um, what's like your dream?" Because my birthday was coming up. I was like, "I would love to try stand up." And she's an amazing stand up. So she was like, "Well, do you want to come co-host my show, Blaria Live, which means Black Daria?" Oh. 
Um, and so we went and did that at UCB East, and there were like a couple of people there. Uh, no, I was a drag, but I didn't mean to. But yeah, I just, it was I just meant out. to be like it was packed. That was out. packed out. Oh, okay. Um, I just meant <laughs> you're not politifact. Like, don't fact check me right here. And <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say it was like a small room, but we've we've grown into this this big, beautiful sort of family. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's fair. Thank you. It's been it's been three years. We've been working together for three years, mm-hmm. so that's been mm-hmm. it's been really fun. It's great. Yeah. She's my work wife, so we yeah. have a lot of fun love it. making yeah. content. Love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I should ask you, how was it for you guys to see, or you ladies, to see um, a movie like this with mm-hmm. ladies going hard in comedy? You know, this is wow. your she's so good. She's so good. Um, for me, it just felt like when I was watching this, I was like. I want to see more of this. This mm-hmm. is fucking amazing. And like, I got mad. I was like, there should be 10 of these. Yeah. Because you guys all do like comedy. Mm-hmm. You also do like more dramatic things. Like, which do you prefer to do? I love them all. I, I, it's not really about one thing or another. It's just like when you get great material, it's just awesome to be able to uh, mix it up. You know, so if you get a great drama to be able to do that. And if you get great comedy, be able to do that. And Maybe I'll get a great porn. I don't know. <laughs> star in that, you know. That's like uh, so tight. Would you, like, cool. would you like me to pray for that? <laughs> I see. Only thing I haven't tried yet. I'm thinking, you know, to kind of explore no, different no, no, no. areas. I'm gonna pray know. for it because they <laughs> yeah, definitely they work. They work. <laughs> <money. so. laughs> what category of porn would you do? Have you uh, thought about it? Maybe fetish category. Yeah. Whoa! Oh, fetish category. Good one. Good one, right? Good one. <laughs> yeah, maybe a fetish category. I'd have to talk to Will first, but he might agree. He might be okay with that. There we go. <laughs> Somebody's about to get the vivid entertainer of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going. What about you, Regina? What category? Would you, this, you're not gonna. I'm just. I ask the questions yeah. that Charlie Rose can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my brand. Gosh, I have to think of. There are a lot, you know. <laughs> there are a lot of categories there on are. that on those lists. There are. What's the angry ones? <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Whatever I was taught. I, I, Maybe I'd try that one. I think that's a category up there at Pornhub. They were angry like, it's just porn. angry. <laughs> that's um, fun. What about you, Queen? You know, I think I'd go for the one with... What do you think, Dad? I should go for... Go big, right? <laughs> I'm going to go for the... Wait, your dad is here? I'm so sorry. The German one. I'm like 27. Just the gangbang. Just the gangbang. Don't be no punk. That's what you Go for it. Yeah, I'm smashing 30 no, no. Maybe 40. Come back. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was literally Me, so I'm disrespectful, Phoebe. Oh, no fear in here. No fear in here. I am right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't.
that got out of hand. <laughs> Definitely. I love you, babe. I'll be done in a second. Lord, forgive me, Lord. Forgive uh, me, Lord. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Lord, forgive me. Oh, dear. I, did you forgive just me, skate into no. this venue with I, your cool fucking self? I want to change my category to <laughs> co-star son's porn. <laughs> <laughs> Best thing I've oh ever experienced. That's incredible. I would say, I thank you for asking, Phoebe. I was going to ask you. I would want a strong narrative and an interesting plot. That's boring. Maybe a sci-fi, but well-developed. <laughs> or maybe something that's like, you know, beautiful blackness, like a take on fences or something. <laughs> I, because it's important to... To, you know. to the I'm the opposite. I'm to the, the opposite. <laughs> I just want like grainy, like cuckold. Just like <laughs> that's it. That's it. Just be being like, no, I don't want that. Like that's all I want. It's great. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Wow. Lord save me. <laughs> <laughs> so we should bring this back to girls' trip. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Feel a okay, lot of layers so on that. We did. We did. I said, what's interesting is you brought up the uh, former category. Yeah. Wow. You see what happens when I try to cut loose? <laughs> you see what happens. That's why I just need to keep it tight. <laughs> um, That's right. So what is like the one takeaway you hope that audiences leave with after they watch the movie? Um, you know, this movie, well, first of all, it is called Girls Trip, but... You guys have seen it. It's not really gender specific, in all honesty. Like, humor and laughter is universal. Just like us girls can go see Hangover and enjoy it. I've had a lot of men go see this movie, and they don't just like it, they love it. You know? So I definitely think that this movie isn't gender specific, even though it's about women. And it's not color specific, even though it's starring four African-American women. This is a movie about sisterhood. This is for all women. Trust and believe it. All Definitely. women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it right there. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, no, you said it amazingly. Thank you. Um, Miss Queen, do you have anything set. to add? Like what you want people to take away from this film? I love the, the most important part to me is just the way that the sisters rally around each other and how important friendship is. And you get to really see that in this film. This is why I prayed so fucking hard. This right here. <laughs> this right here. That was great. Right here. That's it. That's it. Thank you so much. Thank you. On Radio Lab. First, we thought we made some sort of mistake. Two surprisingly simple scientific discoveries. This is crazy. <laughs> I mean, we were just so surprised. That makes us reconsider our assumptions about progress. We need to learn the language of the doctors of that time. We need to be a little bit less dismissive. Staff retreat from Radio Lab. I learned a bit of humility this way. Listen wherever you get podcasts. 
excited about our next comedian. He's very funny, very talented. He's a writer on SNL. Please give it up for Julio Torres! Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um... I am, uh, um, I'm Julio. Uh, I'm originally from El Salvador. Uh, my uh, favorite color is clear. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm an Aquarius. Uh, and uh, another fact about me is that I am almost always doing exactly what a Trump supporter imagines that I'm doing. Um, and um, let me tell you, it's a lot of fun. Um, if, uh, if you've ever seen me before, you, you know that I've been a, um, a carefree platinum blonde for about three years. Um, but today I come to you as a brunette. Um, and, uh, and that's because I had this suspicious mole on my back that had to get biopsied. And I thought, blonde Julio can't deal with that. This sounds like a job for a brunette. <laughs> I can't be a gorgeous platinum blonde and be like on hold with my insurance. <laughs> I wasn't gonna let him do that. I had to protect him. Um, I, uh, I just got a new apartment and I, uh, I signed the lease to the, to the apartment and I, I like the apartment. I, I do. I, I really do like the apartment. But there's something about signing a lease or a contract that always makes me feel like a young bride looking out the window as my mother like violently tightens my corset. There's, there's something about agreeing to something like that that just makes me feel like The realtor was like, isn't this great? Aren't you so happy? Isn't this exactly what you wanted? And I just felt like... Yes. I suppose it is. These are happy tears. 
Today is a joyous occasion. Uh, because of getting a new apartment, I had to go to uh, the hardware store to get like, like nails and stuff like that. And I saw something that I hadn't seen in a very long time. Uh, I saw a, uh, a furry toilet seat cover. <laughs> Are you familiar with... Yeah. They're sort of like if a John Waters film was a furry toilet seat cover. <laughs> and I wondered what it would be like to interview the artist and creator of the furry toilet seat cover. I think I'd be like, hey, so how did you come up with the idea for a furry toilet seat cover? And they'd be like, huh, I don't know. I guess I'm just nasty? I guess I'm just disgusting? Um, I, uh, I just finally got around to updating the, uh, the software on my iPhone, which I had delayed for a while because every time I so much as touched my iPhone, it was like, can we do it now? <laughs> and, and there's something just... I just don't... I just didn't like that it begged, uh, I guess. <laughs> but eventually I did, and I was mortified to find out that when you update your software, what used to be the shooting star emoji <laughs> becomes a meteor. And I don't know if Apple knows that the difference is monumental. Because a meteor is this very like gorgeous stroke of iridescence. It's just as it goes from a very pleasing dark blue to a gorgeous baby blue. It's like ah. that was the shooting star. But when you update, the meteor is just this orange ball of fire. So for the longest time, I thought I was being flirty when really I was being a psychopath. I get... I would get text messages being like, hey, will I see you later? And I'd be like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> when really I was going, maybe. <laughs> Growing up, my favorite cartoon character was by far uh, Daisy Duck. Uh, Donald's uh, 
wife, sometimes girlfriend, depending on the writer, I guess. <laughs> What I loved about Daisy Duck was that whenever she blinked or whenever she closed her eyes, you could see that she was wearing a deep purple eyeshadow, no matter where she was. And I just thought there was something so beautiful and so vulnerable about her accidentally revealing how much she cared. <laughs> Donald was always late, and Daisy never said a thing. But whenever she blinked, I'd be like, oh no, she dressed up. This was important to her. <laughs> And I, uh, I'm not exactly sure how these two facts, how these two moments in the set connect in my brain, but they just sort of do. So to me, in my head, that transitions into um, a diary entry from Melania Trump's diary. <clears throat> <clears throat> I was burning letters from my family in Slovenia when I noticed my shadow for the first time. I enjoyed moving my fingers and watching it do the same. There's not much in this world I can control, I thought, but you, shadow, you must do as I say. Um, and one last one before I go. <clears throat> Donald and the others get so mad when they watch the news sometimes. Oh, they get so angry. I just hope they don't take it out on me and turn me back into a cat. <laughs> I must say, being a first lady isn't easy, but being a cat, oh, I don't miss it. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. Thank you to Dope Queen. heard Monroe Martin, Regina Hall, Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Julio Torres. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Salatara, Jim Point, Paula Schumann, Rachel Neal, Phoebe Robinson, and Jessica Williams. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, Irene Trudell, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Broski. This season is going to be lit, y'all. Follow us on Twitter to stay up to date on all the cute surprises we're bringing you this season. Yeah, and please rate us five stars on iTunes. Also, I was just looking at our ratings, and I want to say a huge thank you very much to each and every one of you who like the show and rate us. It means seal much. Phoebe, just quick question. What accent was that when you said thank you very much? I don't know. I just, like, follow, like, the wind. You're not Pocahontas, bitch. <laughs> Hold up, wait, wait, wait. One last thing. For all of you listeners out there in La La Land, a.k.a. my hometown, we are bringing Two Dope Queens back to the West Coast. Join us for some very special guests on Thursday, October 5th. Go to twodopequeens.org and click on upcoming shows to buy tickets. All right, y'all. Till next time. Bye, Q. Bye.
Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, Irene. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's also produced by my butthole. <laughs>